0: Really taking personal responsibility for whatever your life is and your actions can serve you well. God is with me every moment of the day. I'm talking with him, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking through stuff. And it was just a reminder of how God sees my heart, he cares for me, he listens, and he shows up. It's personal bravery in partnership with the divine that allows us to courageously take our place in this world. This is the way of valor. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Way of Valor. I'm your host Angie Taylor, and this is your Merry Christmas edition. I'm very excited to talk to you guys today about legacy building Christmas traditions. This is a season that is such a phenomenally wonderful season but can also produce the most stress and disappointment of any other season there is because so often there's all of this expectation placed on the Christmas season of what it should be, what it should feel like, and then it falls short and we're all really sad. And so I wanted to talk to you and just spend a little bit of time with you today to unpack how are you going to develop legacy building Christmas traditions? What does that mean? What does that look like? Because at the end of the day, we as parents can all, man, I I can remember countless times on our journey where we gave our child a gift. And then you guys know the story, right? They were more interested in the box and playing with the box than they were the actual gift. And so those are always those disappointing things or when the Christmas gifts are all over, kids are at each other's throats and families all separated. And I think at, at the end of the day, we love the idea of Christmas, but often we find that it falls short. And that is because we so often fall into the trap of what um, the outside world, what media tells us Christmas should look like, right? All the matching pajamas, the beautiful Christmas pictures, yada, 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 yada. And it, you know, so many of our homes, we are like, it doesn't look that way. Like in my home, we definitely do pajamas. We don't do matching pajamas because we're all very, if you don't know, I am a whopping five foot two tall and my husband is a whopping six foot five tall. The The odds of us finding anything that both of us can wear is slim to none. But further than that, you, our pajamas are always wrapped around our kids' personalities and their likes and dislikes. So anyway, I digress. This was not about Christmas pajamas But I think so often we buy into, here's what it looks like, and if we want to get a good social media picture, or here's what our kids are saying they want. And I'm here to halt all of that right now for you and say, let's remove the stress of this season and the chaos of this season and bring it, just bring it back in. Literally, our fondest memories as a family for where we spent Christmas was in the Black Hills of South Dakota. We would rent a cabin with our family. All of us would bring our kids. My siblings had their kids and all the cousins would play. And you guys, we would make, we would go find our Christmas trees and then we would make homemade ornaments. There was not one store-bought thing on those trees. There was all kinds of art and crafts and drawings and stringed popcorn and, and cranberries, all the things that were created by us. And we spent this day in creation mode and decorating this tree. And it literally to this day is some of the fondest memories for every single person, adults and children alike in our family, because it really was about that togetherness. It really was about that opportunity to add the unique value into the world, our unique value into the world. And it wasn't about consumerism. I'm really, you know, my school has been developed around uh, positioning kids as creators and not consumers. And Christmas should for sure, you guys, be wrapped around being in creation mode, creating memories with your family and not consumerism mode. Consumerism mode is what is going to sell you the bill of goods and leave you falling flat after Christmas with disappointment because at the end of the day, like, those gifts last the joy the dopamine hit that you get for the for the gift that you received is generally short-lived. And so I wanted to talk about some ways that maybe you can consider doing Christmas differently. And I'm going to start in a weird place. And that is have you actually defined your family's success? Like what is success? What does success look like for your family? that is really really important because everything you do from that decision should align is that moving me towards our family's success or is that moving me away from our family's success for me family success looks like we are have quality relationships we enjoy gathering we enjoy being together um, making sure my kids' uniqueness is completely seen, which is why then the matching Christmas pajamas doesn't really go with my home because my kids have really different personalities and what they're going to enjoy. I like, I want to give them a gift that they see she knows me, she sees me, not did she want to post a picture for Instagram. That's really important to me. But your. Values may not look like that. So, just because I'm saying that doesn't mean you have to say that. Define success for your family. Uh, you know, our family is adventurous. That's one of the core values. We think adventurous helps us step out in bold ways, helps us build our faith in bold ways when we embrace adventure. So, that means a lot of Christmases our gifts are wrapped around experiences and not in actual stuff. Uh, we, When we talk about Christmas being a season that we want to fill together as a family, we want to be in good relationship with it as a family, and we love adventure as a family, well, all of a sudden, our gift giving becomes easier because you start asking the question of, does that align with that value? Does that align with that gift? Um, I'm really worried when I see... 'cause the, the big thing is is like when you're seeing kids being given the latest upgrade in their cell phone or whatever it is and and guys, there's no judgment in anything that I'm saying because quite frankly, I'd be guilty of every one of the things that I've said, but i'm I'm speaking from experience of it always falls flat and doesn't accomplish the goal. Well, if the goal is to help our kids mature, grow, become creators, then the question becomes, does that gift? align with that goal? Does that help produce the kind of child I am hoping to produce? And so often our kids are saying, I want the gift that is the most popular thing on the internet. There's a reason you can go Google most popular things for teen girls. And you're going to come up with 10 of the most popular sale items. And oh, by the way, you're probably not even going to be able to get them online because they're all shopped out because that's what people do. And so it's really taking, and and hear me when I say we are not, I'm not saying don't get your child a gift. I'm saying, ask yourself the question, does that gift align and help us produce the kind of child and the success in our family that we've defined for ourselves? And if the answer is yes, great. It's an easy decision. If the answer is no, then you put that to the wayside because what that does is then you year after year after year for Christmas, you end up understanding your family gets such a strong sense of identity. Can I tell you the number one place confidence is found in your family and in your kids and in your relationships is absolutely found in identity. We know who we are. We know whose we are. You know, we are children of the Almighty God, and this is His season and His birthday that we are going to celebrate. And because of that, we are going to show up in a way that honors Him and honors the image bearers that we are. And so that's been a really important part of us. I'm going to talk to... One of the things that I keep seeing, and I, I, again, I I am really just processing out loud with you, so you know, no hate mail, please. But this idea that um, Christmas is starting earlier and earlier and earlier in decorations and music and gift buying and all the things, and then going later and later and later. My concern with that is anything that is consistent in your life at some point becomes routine and mundane, and we stop seeing it. I'm a huge fan of having for a clear start and end for the Christmas season in the way that we celebrate it. And here's why, because I always want to, keep in place the wonder and awe that is christmas i always it's not about the decorations it's not about the music it's it literally is is about the savior having come to the world and the warmth and love that he brings into our family and i i always want to keep that in the forefront of, of our minds and i i get worried when i start seeing Christmas decorations in September and people putting up their Christmas tree in October. And I don't know, maybe you're different than me and you you see that Christmas tree, but I am like a firm day after Thanksgiving, Christmas starts, Christmas season starts. And then I pretty much have it all cleaned up by January 1. Um, and, and part of that is intentional on my part, simply because there is an awe and wonder that you can leverage in your home for the savior of the world coming to earth to as, as a baby boy and coming in and leveraging that wonder and awe that comes within that season. And the more we stretch that out, the less likely that wonder and awe stays intact. It's just human nature. It's 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 who we are. And so I, I am a huge fan of of having a clean start and finish for that season, because it's something we always look forward to. And then it's something that is clearly coming to a closure where we can rest. You do you, man. I'm just telling you what works in our home. I'm telling you it's a legacy piece. It's a, a, hey, we know this is the start of the wonder and awe of the savior of the world um moving your christmas gift giving we talked about this to align it with who your family is and and to the things that you're trying to produce in your family is critical. So one of the things, again, you know, when we started defining who we want our family to be, we wanted our kids to be lovers of Jesus, which meant we knew we needed to incorporate very intentionally into the season, the honor of the birth of our King in in the season. And so part of that was through the advent calendar, there's so many fun Advent calendars that are, are so age appropriate now that they're not hard to find, but incorporating multiple ways by which you're practicing and you're bringing back into place the rightful honor that is Christ in this season was a really important piece. Um uh, in our growing up years, we always started with the reading of um, the Christmas story just as a family. And I know sometimes you go, Well, we went to a candle, we always go to candlelight service, which we love on Christmas Eve. But then we would um, come home and either read the Christmas story at Christmas Eve or often in, the, in Christmas morning. And it was just, again, that practice of we are putting the creator of the universe, in his rightful place in this season, demonstrating our honor, our reverence, and it's something that we practice. And that is a legacy-giving piece. I I, I look and see so much of our holiday is filled with, bye, buy, 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 what gifts do you want, what gifts do you want? And so little of it is filled with awe and wonder of the birth of the Savior. And while I am a huge, huge fan of gifts, I just think there's something so valuable and important about taking the time to go, how do we show up as our unique selves? Even if it's as simple as everybody gets their own Christmas uh, pajamas that are unique to them. Um Because that, again, helps demonstrate that. Just, I see you, I know you, I hear you. It's not about performing for anybody outside of our home or having something special to share with outside of anybody. The advent calendar, incorporating naturally places that you can incorporate the love of Jesus, the truth of Jesus into your home. Guys, if you're not practicing this in your home, you can't expect that it will translate and transcend as a legacy piece in your family as a value. It has to be a value. And then, um, incorporating, you know, Christmas is really that season when we think of Jesus coming to earth in the inn where there's absolutely no room for him. And we, like, I can't help but be being struck by how many of us live our lives like the people in Bethlehem, that there's no room. There's no room. And and I think it's such a an imperative that we we make Room. We not only make room for Jesus in our homes and, and space to give Him honor, but then we make room for loving and serving in this season because that is the essence. That is the very essence of what Christ came to do. He came to set us free. He came to love us. He came to serve. And it's that space where it's, again, this season where there is a clear mark of we go serve or we invite people into our home in this season very intentionally so because we want to demonstrate our love and honor and practice our character, the Christ-like character of God in us. And so those are the pieces that help you develop out um, your legacy pieces for your home, but it really starts with an intention of who is our family going to be? And then as you go, you can start creating. I love things like everybody creates your own ornament this year. You know, you can buy uh, ornament creation kits. You can buy what. What I like about this is the ability to create an ornament with either a word that you had for the year or a monumental occasion that you have for the year. Something that is a significant stamp. So in years to come, as your family's decorating the tree together, you can pull up that that year's ornaments or those ornaments that were created and go, oh, remember this. Oh, remember this. Again, that's deepening cherished memories and legacy in your family when they're creating their unique value. It, it takes Christmas decorating to a whole new level. A lot of times people will turn on the Christmas music or the Christmas shows and watch you know a Christmas show while they're decorating. Half the time, the kids peter out after the first tree. Ornaments are on the tree. And this takes it to a place, because one of the things that will be really important and valuable for you to help your kids want to be a part of this legacy and tradition is that it matters whether they're there or not, right? So them creating their own ornament, them saying this was the thing this year that is significant for me this year that I'd like to remember going into the future. This is my time stamp or my timepiece that I'm adding to the tree this year. Now all of a sudden you have buy-in and that's a really important piece for them. The uh, final piece that I really love is, is the memory journal. And and that's just something you can, we talked about this over the Thanksgiving holiday, where that's something that everybody can write in the journal. They can date it. They can write, it's the same journal. We pass it around. But it's that, that piece that says, this was the greatest memory of this year for me. Um, that way, as you're looking back, maybe you say this is the greatest accomplishment that we did this year, but also this is the thing I'm praying for, looking ahead towards. Um, Those are really, really powerful legacy pieces because as you then go ahead in years in the future, you're able to look back and go, look where I was. Look how God's grown me. Look at the faithful hand of God in my life on that journey. And those are just anchoring points for your family that just carry you forward into wholeness and health. The bottom line is, is, as you're moving into this cre- Christmas season, if you could pull back and and get really quiet before the Lord and say, what's the fruit in six months from now? What are the things that I want our family remembering about this Christmas? Right? We want our family remembering. Really fun times together. We want our family remembering, you know, the activities we created. We want our you. You start going down the list. We we want our family to remember that we made room for Jesus around our Christmas tree. Um, you start going down the list of what it is that you want, and then back up and do it. Because then back up and plan out your Christmas and say, these are the legacy pieces I'm going to add. And I'm telling you, if you can't get to it all this year, because it's hard, right? I, I think that we look at the internet and go, oh, they're making gingerbread houses. I too am going to do gingerbread houses. And, and And great. I mean, if you want to do that, that is phenomenal. They are fun. I love making gingerbread houses. But the reality is this, step back step back and go, who is our family? What is our legacy piece as a family? In years from now, when my children have children, do I want them talking about that this is what we did every year? Is that a fun piece? Um, you know, in the gift-giving piece, one of the things that growing up, literally every year, we had Um, cues and hints to where we had to go search for our gifts. It was one of our, the best part of Christmas was the search and the hunt for the gift more than it was even uh, the gift itself. You know, those are the pieces, you guys, that anchor in that are remembered for a lifetime and they're time pieces, they're not money pieces. Some of you guys are going into debt over Christmas and can I just encourage you, don't do it you know in six months from now do you want to be paying for something still the answer is no you don't you want to be enjoying your life in six months from now is that thing that you bought your child even relevant or is it taking them away from your hope and your goal for their future that's the other side of this equation so, you know, I, 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 I get it. If you're buying video games, if you're buying technology, all great things, think through what are the healthy boundaries and place, pieces you're going to put into place, because those are not the things that are going to create the culture and the climate in your home that you long for. And at the end of the day, we all long, including your kids, they long for connection with you. They don't know how to do it. And so if you're not helping put in some boundaries, like, yes, my son played video games, but we had clear boundaries of you can play from this time to this time. And then it goes off because we are going to create family time. And by the way, it can't just be, it goes from this time to this time. And you know now you're bored and not doing anything. Be so intentional about this season and this time with your kids. It it's so short you guys it is so short and I know it's hard and I know some of you guys are struggling in relationship with your kids you're like your, your kids don't want to spend time with you They do, you guys, they do. They just don't know how to do relationship with you yet. And as parents, we need to dig in and lead the way. My best advice on that if you're struggling is get a game to play or something you can create like ornaments or something that you can do as an activity that creates togetherness time without a whole lot of awkwardness of we don't know how to be together and we don't know how to talk well. Hopefully these things help. You guys, I hope you have the best Christmas. I hope it is a memory-making, legacy-building Christmas for you. But I promise you, it has to be intentional for that to happen. It has to be something that you've thought in six months, in a year from now, what do I want my kids to still be saying? And if you will do that, you will probably save yourself a lot of money in the long run as well as create the Christmas that will be talked about for years. God bless you, Merry Christmas, and I will see you next year. The Way of Valor podcast is sponsored by Valor Global Online, where we believe every child has divine destiny, and it is our role as educators to inspire curiosity and draw out the unique brilliance of every child. We may be the experts in education, but you, as the parent, you are the expert on your child. And together, we will partner to help your child fulfill their optimum potential. We are unlike any other online school you have encountered. Your child will be seen and heard every single day, while connecting live with their teachers and friends throughout the world. Our focus on faith and whole child development and positioning your child as a creator, not simply a consumer, helps build the confidence you long to see in your child. Check us out today at valoronline.org. Working 9 to 5! forget that how about a nine week e-course instead one that's guaranteed to make you rich in every area of your life valor global online is thrilled to announce the doug wood church boy to millionaire video e-course you can take it alone take it with your friends you can even take it with your kids and when you take it to heart it is guaranteed to create massive momentum breakthrough abundance and purpose in your life you are worthy of power might and more we can't wait to partner with you and pray your dreams into action visit valoronline.org today to register for our next session It's time to start living above the line.